Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. For those wondering why Bill Belichick is home watching Dr. Phil and not working, we may have an explanation from an NFL insider. So we'll get to that at 8.20, but right now back to Courtney and finally, I think, the rest of this morning's news. And before we get to the final two stories, we should mention that there is a missing woman in Vermont that we should talk about. Uh, Kayla Wright from Derby, Vermont. She was last seen in the Troy area early Friday morning. Has not had contact with any family or friends Ooh. since then. Okay. They are worried about her well-being. Um, they're saying that she's 5'3", uh, thin build, brown hair, brown eyes. Um, okay. So I believe Brian has a photo of her for those on Twitch, but if you're just listening this morning, Kayla Wright of Derby, Vermont has gone missing. So, and Stefano Chioetto lives in Denver, says he was uh, injured in an apparent prank, a porta potty prank. Oh, boy. Mm. Yeah. Oh, that old chestnut. Yes. Uh, the poor guy. Was he on a job site or something? He was not. No, he and this is something you need to look out for, okay. Greg, because you do your morning walks. Yeah. This man was just on a walk. Oh, uh, Getting man. his steps in. Is he an older guy? Older guy, not like 80s, like uh, okay. 60s. Right. Uh, Thank you. He was on his daily walk when he had to use the restroom, had to oh, relieve himself. Okay. Went into a freestanding porta potty, all of a sudden topples over, mm. injured his back, mm. had to crawl out of the porta potty. Some good Samaritans nearby ran over, said kids pushed it over. Oh, the meddling kids. Yeah, we can hear oh. what he had to say on KUSA TV. 
I saw the portable potty and I wanted to use it. I felt the thing uh, start to move and I was so freaking scared, you know? I started shouting, hey, hey! It just kept on moving and it fell to the side. I uh, fell on my back and he said, yeah, I think it was a couple of teenagers. It may sound funny when you're a kid. It's not if you're the guy inside. It's not funny at all. No, it is not funny. funny. No, no, it's not. The prank I'm is sorry, never I'm funny not, for the guy. I don't know why I'm laughing, but I, really, it's not <laughs> yeah. funny. No, the uh, prank is never boy. funny for the person getting pranked. <laughs> the poor fella. Well, right, and like, really. the fall must uh, hurt, but then everything coming out? Yeah, yeah. that's the real problem. Yeah, yeah, that is the big you. issue. Thank you, yes. Courtney. That is the, yeah, yep. that's the issue. Oh. That is the real problem. Uh, all right, you want to get to the dumbest of the day? Yes, please. Okay. Stop being dumb. And now, this woman is stone cold dumb. I'm a dumbass. The dumbest of the day. Try again, dumbass. Well, Curtis, we listened to everything that happened yesterday, and we have determined that this may have been the dumbest of the day, and you're a big TikTok guy. Let me just tell you something. I watched this 60, I know I'm old, whatever. I watched the 60 Minutes piece on our um, non-existent borders and people coming past. Mm -hmm. Did you know that there has been a major influx of Chinese migrants? And do you know what they use to get around our border crossings? TikTok? TikTok. Really? Yeah. Oh, so it's like you you are alerted as to where it is a safe place to cross on TikTok. I I cannot recommend this strongly enough, this right-wing outfit at CBS 60 Minutes. I would give it a watch. (laughs) It is incredible. It's just, you hear about things and then you watch them actually, just like this parade of people just coming right into the country. Yeah. It is unbelievable. Anyway, TikTok is a great place. Go there today. I, I can't say I understand this. Maybe it's like the Darwin challenge, but mm-hmm. a man has decided that he's going to eat raw chicken mm. every day until he's sick. Mm. Jeez. It's called the raw chicken experiment. Uh-huh. He's eating raw chicken and until he gets, I guess, severely ill, uh-huh. which it will once he runs into enough salmonella. Right. He's almost three weeks in, though, which is shocking. <laughs> Like, right now, somebody is listening, and they have a family member that's fighting for their life, and this guy's eating raw chicken until he dies, just for fun. Right. Uh, He washes it, uh, the raw chicken, down with a cocktail glass full of three raw eggs. (laughs) (laughs) Does the guy have a death wish or what? I don't know. We have have some audio of uh, his uh, eating here. Day 18, eating raw chicken every day till I get a tummy ache. I got to get on a flight in about one hour, so I'm just having a quick breakfast. Don't try this at home. When you get chicken stuck in your teeth, you can use one of nature's toothpicks. Today we're going to try some chicken wings, and I got this hot sauce. It's from Hot Ones, and it's usually the last one that they use. I might have made a mistake. Oh, what a jackass. Could you imagine flying next to this guy? (laughs) It does make me feel a little bit better. I'm weird about any type of chicken and Mm -hmm. it being cooked properly. I'm always always asking Santo if chicken was, you know, if I did it right. And if he's surviving, you know, weeks Mm -hmm. eating just raw chicken. Yeah. Feel good? There's a guy who's been surviving for like five or six years on my my strange addiction. All he does is eat raw meat, raw chicken, raw 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 steak. Yeah, raw he, red raw, meat. Raw is good. beef is fine. No, yeah. no, but he eats. Like, no, no, he eats it right out of the pack. He eats the chicken right out of the pack. Yeah, no, everything. chicken is where you get the salmonella. Like the, uh, uh, you, you don't, you don't get salmonella from raw beef. So you can eat raw beef. Yeah. right out of the. But have you never had steak tartare? 
Right, exactly what raw beef is. Is that what that yeah. is? Yeah. What did you think it was? I mean, I thought it was you know, something the, like the tartar part really threw you. Yeah, but... I love steak tartar. <laughs> no, but this guy, he, he eats all the raw stuff. Yeah, but he chicken just chicken is uh, the. How much have you consumed without knowing it was raw beef? No, I what know did you it think was, it was just I extra know it was rare? raw, but for some reason, I thought there was something different about it mm-hmm. like versus just this guy pulls it right out of the pack when yeah. he goes to the grocery store i mean i mean listen you can uh, certainly people love sushi mm-hmm. uh and people eat tuna tartar i love tuna tartar delicious right. i would highly recommend the steak tartar at the capitol grill because it come i mean sorry Moo. at, at uh, grill 23 mm. Uh, because it comes with these little potato chip things. Yeah. Uh, Capital Grill has a great one. Great. As well. Capital Grill is a really good one. Uh, that comes with bread, which yes. I sometimes prefer. Moo comes with bread too. Moo does. Yes, yeah. they have a good one. Moo is where Shime goes when he loses uh, when he when he loses forty pounds. Yep. What are you at, at currently? Beef Wellington. Uh, last at last weigh in, I was like fifteen down. Okay, nice. all right. Uh, and uh, if you want to be, you know, this is a good segment. Call in with your favorite beef carpaccio. I think that's very relatable. <laughs> I knew it was raw, but for some reason, I wasn't making the correlation between just when I saw this. My what, how could it be any rawer? No, I don't raw, know. I don't. I don't know. But this guy was eating chicken and beef straight out of the like. You go to the grocery store, you buy it in a pack, and you yeah. just take it out and you eat it. There are people who do it. It's it. It's I think that it's, can't be healthy for you either, right? Well, Accidental cleanse girl eats raw turkey. No, yeah, which it's the gro- same thing as eating raw me. chicken. Yeah, it grosses Poultry. me out. What is the reasoning Why? behind it? Likes the taste of it. Oh, shoot me in the head. I know. Yeah, but I mean, they say you can get salmonella from uh, raw cookie dough. I'm never going to turn down raw cookie dough. Well, that's the eggs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's the but problem. yeah, bodybuilders will drink like you watch Rocky. He has like seven of them in a glass. Yeah. Oof. Raw turkey. Yeah. Uh, I guess if you eat raw steak tata, which I love, mm-hmm. that's redundant. You know, <laughs> maybe that. Um, maybe that. I guess it's the same as raw chicken. I don't know. I can't believe you've been consuming steak tartar for years and you had no idea that it was raw. Well, no, I knew it was raw. <laughs> oh, okay. I know, you, know, you just didn't know it was that raw. No, no didn't. I didn't know. I thought no, there was some way. You no. didn't stop. You I didn't. Might, no, no. You it's know okay. what? It's no, pro- you know think- why I know. Because when my grandmother used to make meatballs and she'd do all the meatball stuff, I would have a little piece of like the meatball before she put it into like the raw part of it. Yeah. And I knew it wasn't good for me, but I used to like the take taste of it after she put like the, the garlic and all that in there. And so when I had the steak tata, like I knew it was raw, but I it it's warm or something. I it comes out with this smoke thing. I thought maybe it was a little different than eating a piece of raw steak. Okay, yeah, I guess, uh, or maybe because that way it was grinded you up. Got or the, something. Car- the carpaccio is the beef that's sliced very thin and served raw, and then the tartar is the beef that is uh, like know, hamburger beef. Correct. Are you yes. more of a tartar guy or a ceviche guy, Greg? Uh, I don't mind a good ceviche uh, mm-hmm. if I'm, uh, you know, in a uh, foreign land. Uh, maybe, I, maybe I would order it in summertime here. Where do you uh, get raw turkey? You just eat it out of the store? eat it out of the package, like out of the like ground raw ground turkey. Oh, no. like the hamburger, yeah. Yeah. but it's yeah. turkey. Ugh, it's disturbing. But who am I to judge? No, 
Love, but why is it uh, disturbing? Love is love. Why is it disturbing if you're eating the if you're eating the steak tartare? Yeah, I know. I, when you put it that way, it's the same exact thing. But steak tartare is always served very nicely, so you kind of forget that it comes from a. a I mean, package. it's kind of it's it's a it's a weird thing, right? But, I mean, whatever. We all do strange things. Yeah. I'm not going to judge nope. accidental cleanse on that. No. Nope. Yeah. Well, maybe that's why the cleanse was needed. I, mean, I think it's that's the that's nature's cleanse. If you get the salmonella. Uh, all right, we have, we have got to. Is that it on the news? That's it. All right, thank you. You're very welcome. All right, uh, time for Courtney and what is trending this hour. Your home of the socks. Now here's what's trending on WEEI. Trending now brought to you by Leonard Hair Transplant Associates. At media night last night, Patrick Mahomes was asked about the goat conversation that everyone keeps talking about. Here's what he had to say about comparing him to Tom Brady. I mean, I'm not even close to halfway, so I haven't put a lot of thought into it. I mean, your goal is to be the best player that you can be. Um, And uh, I know I'm blessed to be around a lot of great players around me. Um, And so right now, it's doing whatever I can to beat a great 49ers team and try to get that third ring and then... If you ask me that question in like 15 years, and I'll see if I can get close to seven, but seven seems like a long ways away still. All right, I like yeah. that. Yeah. Humble. Yeah, very humble, Patrick Mahomes. Yep. And Curtis said it this morning. I think he's right. The guy's got a lot going on around him at all times, but he's able to ignore the noise, whether it's his father's arrest for a Dewey or uh, his his brother's his, arrest, his brother's or antics, his or uh, best player's girlfriend. Right, right. So uh, it is, as I said earlier, I'm finding it very difficult to bet against Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, it's but tough. I'm, but I'm going to do it. Everybody would love to have that guy on their team. He does it the right way. He's a great competitor. He's deferential. He knows his place in history. I just think you can't say enough good things. Well, yeah, and, and you know, if, if you want to start comparing them to the dynasty, then you certainly can use this season as an example where they struggled early. I mean, mm-hmm. I, how many times did you look at those Patriots teams and wonder whether they were going to get there mm-hmm. and they just found a way to do it? Right. You Especially know, when they, he had no talent around them. You, you know, you've seen Brady do it like where the rest of the NFL goes, oh, he doesn't have any weapons, and they kind of, and that's kind of what this year was. I mean, yeah, Travis Kelsey's still amazing, but, and he was able to do it, and they're right back in the mix. I, I'm not betting against them. Think back no. to that Raiders game on Christmas weekend where yeah. they lose at home, and it's not really close. We all thought it was over. Yeah. Well, we And we talked about how Patrick Mahomes seemed like he was kind of spiraling a little bit throughout the season, whether it was arguing with players on the sideline or the Josh Allen antics right. out there. Yeah. So uh, BU took down BC in the Beanpot last night, as did Northeastern. They beat Harvard, so it's going to be the Huskies taking on the Terriers in the Beanpot Championship next week. And the Bruins are finally back in action tonight. The Flames are in town to take them on. Puck drop is at 7. Now it's brought to you by Dr. Matthew Lepresti at Leonard Hair Transplant Associates, the hair doctor of Rob Ninkovich and Christian Foyer. You can call them at 1-800-GET-HAIR. That's what's trending. Here's Curtis with your weather. Thank you, Courtney. It is currently, Wiggy, it's raw outside. 29 <laughs> degrees, partly cloudy skies, afternoon high of 37. 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. So I was told yesterday, and I, I do believe it from the source that I got it from, you know, that supposedly Arthur Blank was bought into Bill Belichick and could have offered him the job. Wow. And you tell me that Bill said no? I, you know, and I don't know why, again, I don't know why guys say no, or I'm, I'm legitimately an NFL executive basically told me that they believe that he, Arthur Blank offered Bill the job. Wow. Now, there may have been some caveats to that offer. Yeah. You never know. You know, it's never like, okay, Bill, I want you. Here's a five-year contract. You do whatever you want. I don't think it was one of those. The way it was made sound to me was like, okay. I understand your concerns, but you're going to have to deal with some of this. And we want you to come in. We want you to be the coach. And then maybe he just thought better of it and just maybe said, you know what? I, I, I don't want to go right back in. I want to, I want a year away. I want to see what happens because we all know there'll be about five or six job openings next year. Every year. And there may be a better situation where an owner says, you know what? I want to go down this path with you. And I want you to take my building over. And I want you to run it the way that you ran it. With the New England Patriots, because, you know, the problem with like the Jets and the Giants, there's leaks all over the place. That's our guy Boomer with a stunner yesterday on Bill Belichick and the maybe the possibility that the reason he isn't working is because he turned down the Atlanta Falcons job. And I could, I, I, now listen, uh, it, we, I brought this up during my lead during the six o'clock hour, six thirty or whenever, six forty-five, whenever we finished the leads. And I got a bunch of angry text messages saying, yeah, he turned it down because he couldn't have complete control. I, yeah. Okay. So I that might be part uh, of that's fine, but right. the narrative that nobody wants to hire Bill, right? Because he's an old head, can't relate to today's players. That's what I thought. Can't assemble a roster. That narrative, I think, is incorrect. Uh, and and uh, well, the guy, not really. I mean, they didn't want Bill to do what he did here, there. And, and Bill, what, what? What you mean? What he did for twenty years? No, that's like deliver of, Super Bowl after Super Bowl, or just judging him on the last four years, Curtis, well, including I mean, it's, one. It's a in, decade of judgment, but. including one year, which was a COVID year. Okay. Uh, well, no, I'm saying I wasn't talking about performance. I'm saying that they didn't want him to do, which is run the whole operation. Bill wanted to do what he did here, which is run the operation. Yeah, and they wouldn't let him do that. Yeah. Well, maybe out the blank was see that we don't know, right? Maybe out the blank wanted him to do that, but. The other people were like, well, maybe, you know, then what's where's that leave us? Mm -hmm. And Arthur Blank's loyal to some of the people there. And Bill goes, you know what? If you're not going to give me complete control, I'm walking away. I'm turning. So he's against everything Bill said to us, though. Right. But maybe, you know, who who knows his lips are. I just look at when I hear Boomer say that and he seems like he's plugged in. 
I believe that Bill turned it down because he felt like there were going to be better opportunities for him Listen, next I, year. You don't know why he turned it down. Maybe he didn't want to deal with a meddling owner. Uh, maybe he didn't look at the situation. They need a quarterback. Mm-hmm. And maybe he didn't look at that situation as being the one in which he is able to win a Super Bowl in a reasonable amount of time. Because right. I think that's what he wants. And I agree with so. that. So Because I would think that if the Dallas thing was a, a realistic opportunity for him, that owner's meddling, but they have all the pieces that he might, or you'd have to see, if he turned that down, then you could say, oh, he doesn't want to deal with a meddling owner. But I think that it's more about he wants to be in a situation where he knows, hey, if I only got three years, I can set the record and I have the chance of winning a two- Super Bowl. My can question you for stop, you, Greg. Hold on. One quick message for somebody in Twitch. Oh, gosh. You can watch this show on Twitch every day. Thank you to those of you who do. You can also participate in a lively, sometimes verbally violent chat on Twitch every day. And somebody says, stop it, Greg. You don't have to kiss his ass anymore. I'm not kissing Bill Belichick's ass. I am merely assessing the work that the man did here. Mm -hmm. And the words that I hear from actual NFL players who played for the guy, like Wiggy or Ty Law or Devin McCourty or Rob Ninkovich or countless others who talk about what an extraordinary coach he still is. Mm-hmm. So I find that when it, when it comes to those who say, ah, the guy ruined the Patriots, he can't coach anymore. You have a surprising lack of appreciation for what he did here. And you're also buying into a narrative that is being spun suddenly now about how awful he was so as to explain the reason why you're parting ways, in my humble opinion. Anyway, go ahead, Curtis. Sorry. Uh, Why are the Patriots so far away from a Super Bowl if Bill's goal was to win a Super Bowl quickly? I don't know why. I know why, because they invested in the wrong – they invested in a quarterback – that his upside wasn't very good. The, the 49ers they, they, traded an entire draft to get Trey Lance at three, and they're in the Super Bowl. No, no, no. But, but they also had un- they had good talent, and they were able to hit on. They also traded for Christian McCaffrey, which I think changed the dynamic did, of that did team. Did the 49ers do anything against the rules? No, 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 no. They so did. So why why were they able I to just told you. so badly in the Patriots? Because they so were far. already in a good position where right. they could afford to make a mistake. They sucked the for were so not long. In a where, where, where was, they could afford to make a mistake? What round was Debo selected in? Uh, second. second round. So why didn't the Patriots take him? They the the Forty Niners also sucked for a number of years consistently, which allowed them to get top five picks, which allowed them to get a guy like Nick Bosa. Okay, and but Debo's not a top pick. Debo's no, a second. Their quarterback was the last pick in the draft. No, I, I no, I know that. But they also have. By the time Purdy was playing, the team around him was very, yeah. very. But my good. point is simply that. So we what's keep, the point? We keep being talking about how Bill wants to go to a team that's ready to win. Well, he right. was in charge of everything here, and they could be further away from winning. Well, they they because they chose to go with a guy, and Bill was part of this with a quarterback that didn't help them. Well, okay. Also, he's been doing business in a league who in a, in a space. Mm-hmm where every intent is made to create parity. Like, did you think he was going to dominate the league for every single season that he was ever in it? 
And he missed it's on a, guys. It's an outrageous explanation. Yes, he missed on guys. It's just he missed on Nikhil Harry. People miss on draft yeah. picks all the time. Okay, Jacoby Myers across the street yesterday told the afternoon show in Vegas that he was $1 million off mm-hmm. staying with the Patriots. And Bill Belichick said, see you later. The number one target of Mac Jones, a guy, you want to say what players say about Bill? Yeah. Have you ever heard a player say a negative word about Jacoby Myers? So it was no. Bill who did that deal, unlike the Devin McCourty deal or anybody else who told you that Bill said, love to pay you whatever you want. You go to talk to Robert Kraft about it? Yes, I believe that Bill okay. Belichick... So Devin McCourty is being disingenuous? When has Devin McCourty said that... Je- he said it on our show. That what? That, that, that Bill Belichick wanted- dictates how many millions of dollars you spend on every player? Or no. Robert Kraft? No, that when Devin McCourty wanted a new deal, he was told that he had to go and do that deal upstairs. Okay. Wiggy, who do you think made the Jacoby Myers deal? I would say that that probably was a building. Right. And I think he's wrong. But I know Bill, then like, that's the thing. Bill is missed on guys. But I don't. But that's a huge miss. A guy that you know can play here, and instead you bring in a guy that had shot legs for more money. Right. And that, but that's But that's every organization. Every organization does that. No, they, the Patriots retain. You just talked like about that. San Francisco. San Francisco, they reached for the third overall pick in Trey Lance, and they missed on it. You know, you you look at other teams that they try to get guys, and they miss on that. That's part of being somebody in the front office. Like I, I get that part of it. For every bad player, but you could name for Bill, you could name another good player. Did he? Did they go after the right position with Nikhil Harry? Yes. Did they miss the wrong guy? Yeah. But the, have they? Did they hit on Gronkowski? Did they hit on Kyle Edelman. Duggar? Who's that? Edelman. Did they hit Edelman? Did they hit on Ramondre Stevenson? Like, there's so many players. I'm looking strictly at why this team wasn't good for these past two years. I think part of it was some of the coaching, but I also believe their quarterback wasn't good enough to elevate the players around him that might not have they weren't elite players they were they were average players and if you're a below average quarterback you can't elevate average players this is bill from newton hello bill hi greg uh i i understand you're you know upset about this belichick thing and and your your comment was Everyone has a surprising lack of appreciation for what that guy did over the years. And you know what? It sounds like you're right. But did Bill have a surprising lack of appreciation for what Brady did when he just decided to let him walk over money? Did he have a surprising lack of appreciation for Rob Gronkowski, for Kyle Van Noy, for the dozens and dozens of players who Bill deemed, you know what, it was time to move on? Well, all the Bill Belichick lovers said, you know what, Bill always walks away at the right time. Don't you think it was time, dude? I mean, if you're talking about trading Gronk, is that, is that what you're talking about to Detroit? I'm, I'm just talking about the fact that he clearly wasn't wanted I here. Mean, I don't know. Do you hear Gronk say a lot of negative things about Bill Belichick, or do you hear him express the, the, the exact same sentiment that I'm expressing, which is the guy should be coaching somewhere? Isn't that what Gronk uh, says? Listen, we've we've played five. You guys all say the right things. Okay, but so now they're lying. The right I get it. Whoa, they... whoa, whoa, whoa! What was he say? Hey, what did he say when he left? Didn't he text uh, Amendola, "Go be free"? Be was happy, it, wasn't... Be free. Yeah, because yeah, be happy, the guy be wanted to be on because the guy wanted to be on listen, social media. They did. Greg, they... you know I'm right on this. Bill lets go of guys at the right time when he thinks their time is done. Yeah, the Patriots just did the same thing to Belichick. And you're upset about it. It was clearly time to go. Well, the Gronk thing is different. The Gronk thing is Gronk got his money. Uh, fine. Gronk, 
Gronk got his money. Gronk, want, Greg. Bill Gronk, Gronk got his money, but Gronk didn't like the way Bill coached. Gronk didn't like that he did. military he did. style he of coaching. For, he did for a while. For a while. But then, and then when he wanted to build the Gronk character, he didn't, he like, didn't that. like that. And I, I get that I, part of fine. it. fine. I got that. That's I great. I love he... Gronk. The man was in here massaging my back. I, I, I was shirtless. Uh, I, 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 I love right. Gronk. My, my point remains, Greg. The guy was let go at the right time. Nobody has any severe lack of appreciation for Belichick. The guy was great. But it's over. It's gone. He's a failure now. Let him go somewhere else and see if he can rebuild his legacy. Yeah. He's a failure? It is kind of funny hearing someone say there's a surprising lack of appreciation from a guy that created Tommy Trader shirts. But I'll <laughs> well, let and that with, with Curtis, just when it comes to Gronk, I, I don't think it was just the character either. It was when Bill decided that he wanted to trade him, and then Gronk found out about it. No, 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 no. Gronk wanted to be traded. And Bill didn't want to trade. No, originally Bill was going to trade yes. him to Detroit. Right, Correct. right. Gronk because Gronk didn't want to go. Just that's play. because Gronk. Gronk like, that's retire. because Gronk wanted out of here. Gronk wanted out. So Bill said, "Okay, you want out? I'm shipping you to Detroit." And then Gronk said, "Oh, whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> I want out, but I don't want to go to Detroit." And so Gronk said, "You know what? The hell with it. I'm going to retire." Gronk wanted out because Greg's right in part. Gronk got to the point where it, you know, he wanted to promote his Gronk brand, which is great. But Bill only allows you to do certain things. Look at other organizations. You think players could have podcasts and do other things on the on the Bill, and that rubbed players the wrong way. I get it, and I get the military style of coaching. But you get to a certain point in your career where that's where Gronk was. He was like, I don't want this the no McCordy's more. He's had a podcast, but the McCordy's. There were certain people. McCordy's podcast was super vanilla, very well, just. Also, like Bill did adjust. I, I think he maybe he didn't adjust enough, right. but towards the end, he uh, he adjusted with the way what he allowed players to do, and 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 you know he was never gonna embrace social media. Right. When most but- guys bump heads with Bill, it's because of two things. Number one, money. And number two is the style of coaching. Oh, I don't want you calling me out in a meeting. Those those are the only two reasons why people bump heads with Bill. And so we have to ask the question, did Robert say he has a budget? And now Bill has to work in that budget and go, hey, Jacoby, I'd like to give you a million dollars more, but it doesn't fit the budget. Or we think you're a solid player, but we think Juju Smith has more upside so if we are going to give anybody more of a million dollars, we're going to give it to that guy. And that happens a lot with undrafted players, which Jacoby Myers was. It happened with a guy like Julian Edelman. You know, hey, Julian, we love you, but we don't love you that much. Go see what you can get, but we'll give Amendola because they feel like maybe Amendola's got a little bit more of an upside. Yeah, listen, I, Curtis, I don't mind you arguing that Bill cheaped out when it came to Jacoby Myers. But you have to at least acknowledge, based on what you were, I won't say reporting, what you were sharing earlier, which is that Robert Kraft cheaped out on Nick Cayley. Oh, I I am not saying that Bill Belichick is himself solely to blame. All I'm saying is if I'm another owner of another team and I'm evaluating the Patriots roster today, I would have a lot of questions for Bill Belichick as to how they landed here as one of the least talented rosters in the NFL, and before I handed him the keys to run my operation. I think Arthur Blank should have hired Bill Belichick. 
I don't think he should be without a job. You and I agree on that. The fact yeah. that Arthur Blank sided with Rich McKay over Bill Belichick is the height of stupidity. It's, it's the really guy- just Belichick's offensive roster. Right, his but, defensive roster was good. But even on his offensive yeah. roster, the guys didn't live up to their performances. You, you can't tell me, Sean, that at one point in time, Trent Brown was one of the top five best tackles in the NFL. At one point in time, I believe it was Hunter Henry and Jonu Smith were amongst the top ten tight ends in the league. Johnny, or Juju Smith-Schuster had 900 yards receiving last year. Right, so there, when you start to look at the offensive talent, they didn't live up to what we expected them to do. When Hunter Henry, when he first got here, I was like, oh, man, I remember him from the Chargers. He's going to be a good asset. Same with Ju- uh, John O. Smith. And both of them coming into that season were viewed as top two tight end tandems, uh, top ten tight end tandems in the NFL. Hunter Henry was better than I think you gave him credit for. But the money, don't like add, the money don't add up to his performance. When you're getting that type of money, you need to be at the top of the league in tight ends and pretty much every category, reception, yardage, touchdowns. But he was never at the top anyways. He's just a classic, like, 550, 600-yard receiver. Right, but, but the, money, the money he got didn't add up to his yeah, production. That, that was an issue with the Patriots. They right. overpaid. Because they felt like he would now have the opportunity to live up to that. When the Patriots cut me, oh, you can't, you can't do it at this level, or you're just, this is what you are. Then I went to Minnesota, and I led my team in receptions two years in a row. And I had Randy Moss on that team. And I set records in this because Minnesota felt like we're going to give you the opportunity that the Patriots weren't willing to give me. I just think it is ludicrous to call Bill Belichick a failure. Yeah, he's not a failure. Based on the last four years. Has he swung and missed some players? And by the way, one of those years took a rookie quarterback to the playoffs. Like, that's that's a failure in the NFL? No, that's good, but your rookie quarterback never evolved, it, never got it's better. A, it's a bunch of, like, what have you done for me lately, uh, spin masters, that are that, that wanted to run the guy out of town, and they got what they wanted. No, I, I agree so with that. I, that's fine. Let's see what he does elsewhere. Maybe maybe I'll be proven wrong. Maybe he'll do nothing else ever again. Well, And now but, we'll know. Let's but see. to act like he didn't do anything here? Let's is, it's offensive. We got, what, a little bit over a month to see what Robert Kraft does with free agency. Once free agency starts, like March, the second week in March, mm-hmm. let's see what he does when it comes to signing potential players or, or making real attempts to get people. Let's see if we get the rumors that they're willing to be in on a guy like Mike Evans. They're willing to be in on a guy like T. Higgins. They, they gave a contract offer to... T. Higgins. March 13th, starting at 4 p.m. March 13th. They gave a contract offer to Chris Jones. Mm. Let's see what they're willing to do. And now I think you'll be able to see who had more of the financial power when it came to how much we give players. Yeah. All right. Well, Boomer Esiason says Bill Belichick turned down the Atlanta Falcons. You can talk about that all day long. Right here on Boston Sports Original WEI. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. show with his picks for Super Bowl 58, Devin McCourty. One last time this season, I believe, Devin McCourty, tomorrow at 920, and Mike Milbury at 820 on Thursday's show. This is Mike. Hold on a second. I got mouse issues over here. Mike in the car. Hello, Mike. That age. Hey, Mike. Good morning, guys. What's up? Uh, Just a couple points before you hang up, please. Wiggy is so dead on. If you guys look back, the marriage with Brady and Belichick was phenomenal until what year? 2019, when the when he, when Brady and Belichick honestly started losing the new generation of players in the locker room, and Brady was a leader going. Gronk, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> Wiggy knows he played for him. We played with some sub talent that Brady brought to another level. And it was not just Brady. It was both of them. It was Belichick. It was the coaching staff. And to say that Belichick lost his fastball, no, he's lost the players that can't step up because Mac Jones and uh, Hunter Henry. And what yeah. did they do on the team? Nothing, because Mac Jones couldn't get them to the level that they were used to playing at. It's, it was all about the locker room, man. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. It was all about the quarterback maximizing the players. Chris Hogan, what is he in the NFL without Tom Brady? Nothing. Mm-hmm. I mean, go up and down the list. I mean, it, we, it's okay. J- Patrick Mahomes has brought a team that should maybe have six wins, one win away from a Super Bowl. That's how the NFL is today. It wasn't always that way. Wiggy, you're right. In the early 2000s, it certainly wasn't. Who maximized the players on the other side of the ball? That wasn't Tom Brady. That was Bill Belichick. Okay. The NFL, I mean, of course, but did you see the games they lost in the Super Bowl to the Eagles where they allowed 30-plus points and Tom Brady had 500 touch, five hundred yards in one of the most unbelievable games ever played in a loss? Did you see the Super Bowl when they beat the Rams with of defense? Course, but, but, Greg, I don't understand why you're arguing this. Bill Belichick recently, for whatever reason has failed to accept the changing dynamics of the NFL regarding offense and the quarterback position specifically. Why has he done that? I, I don't think he did that. I think that you he could argue... He didn't talk to his starting quarterback for the I, final five weeks of the season. Because his starting quarterback was a snake. I think... <laughs> I mean, okay. let's be honest. Uh, I wouldn't I mean, talk wasn't to he, him. What, wasn't he in on Aaron Rodgers? Didn't yeah. he want Aaron Rodgers? I, I mean, I... I, I think know. he was actually even in on Lamar. I really believe Bill was in on Lamar Jackson. Well, then what happened there? Because Kraft was the one that told everybody, you know, if if Bill wants him, he can get him. So how does that that fall apart? See, I guess it depends on what camp you fall in. Yeah, no. Do you believe it's Bill is the money guy and it started and ended with him when it came to signing players 
and figuring out what players got. No. Okay. So then if that's the case, then you believe Kraft has something to do with it. That's why I take it all the way back to Brady. I, I, I think Bill and Brady had their issues when it came to some of the off-the-field stuff, whether it's with uh, Alex Guerrero. Guerrero. Right, but they smoothed the those. Jimmy G thing. Yeah, but they, they smoothed that. those waters over. Guerrero was kind of. <laughs> yeah, they smoothed them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was back in the building. They was doing some stuff, whatever. Mm-hmm. But Brady himself said, go talk to Robert, right? So is Robert the one who goes, I'm not giving Tom two years, $50 million. That's what it seems like. Well, Robert now says that, you know, the great intelligent man told me he couldn't play anymore, and then he went and won a Super Bowl. So he's able to spin that on Bill Belichick. Right, but if you still feel like he can't play, you own the team. Don't you go, all right, Bill, guess what? I still think he can play. He's going to be a quarterback. Here's, I'm paying you all that money. We want Tom. Here's what we don't know, Greg, and you could be right. In three years, Bill Belichick is in charge of whatever, the Cowboys, and they win a Super Bowl. What I do know is who Bill has been before and after Tom and who Tom was after Bill, which is five playoff wins, a Super Bowl at the age of 43. So we already know that's set in stone. The best Bill can do is tie. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so until Bill does that, I have the edge in this conversation in that Tom was rushed out the door. He clearly still had the ability. All he wanted was some weapons on offense and to be paid market value. That mm-hmm. didn't happen, so he left. Bill you have the edge. Yeah. You have the edge because Robert wouldn't allow that. Because if you were really in on, if you wanted Aaron Rodgers, like if Bill had Aaron Rodgers, they win a Super Bowl. Mine. Let me ask you this question. Mine is his rookie season. Uh huh. If Mac Jones had performed better, yep. The last two seasons, yep. Would Bill still be here? Yes. How how good okay. is better? So. That's if the, they make the playoffs, nothing about the roster. I'm just asking if he had. Yeah, what, so what they make? So it? they made the playoffs his second year, um, and maybe even if they lose in the second, they go okay. He's made the playoffs. He's gotten better. Let's oh. add some pieces in year three. Greg, who's accountable for bringing in a guy that lost the trust of the quarterback? Who's accountable for hiring Matt Patricia and Joe Judge to replace the owner. Daniels? Wait, yeah, wait, 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 stop it, Wiggy. Matt Patricia's best friends with Bill. No, Belichick. no, no, no. But but the owner brought in the quarterback. No, no, no. I'm talking about the coaches. I don't think that the coaches had that much to do with Mac's decrease, oh, as we think. It right. is the beginning of the end. Absolutely the beginning of the end. That is where... So then why didn't he bounce back tremendously when Bill O'Brien came in, a guy right. that he wanted? Because the trust was broken between the quarterback and the coach. The coach went out of his way to not bring back Jacoby Myers, the number one target of Mac Jones. Yeah, but he brought in the offensive coordinator. Or Mac Jones was just bad. Yeah, Mac Jones was just bad. And even with Matt Patricia and say what you want, Joe Judge, he did not want to buy in. If he bought into the offense, maybe he would have been better. If we brought in Pebbles to be our our brand manager, would you listen to her? If, if, if you know what, guess what? Is if, she available? <laughs> I don't know. If you brought Ben's her, doing in, a great job. If you brought her in, and Mike Thomas goes, "Hey, you got to work with her and figure it out." Then you guess would. what? I'd work with her and figure it out because. I know my job depends on it. But if I'm flailing and I'm not talking or I'm not doing anything, then what I'm doing is I'm not buying into the system because I'm upset on who that is. And don't you think that Bill Belichick admitted that he was wrong because the season after all of that went down, he made changes? No, if he... Robert Kraft made the changes. Bill Belichick did not. Oh, 
so what is it? Is well, it Robert, Robert Kraft, Kraft all the time well, or is it Bill Belichick? In, he kind of swoops in every once in a while and apparently makes the right decisions only yes. in hindsight. No, That's Bill O'Brien wasn't yes. the right decision. When, it when, didn't work out. When, when, whenever, whenever there's a decision that is determined afterwards to, to be the right one, it seems like Robert Kraft takes Wait, credit so for it. Wait, so you guys think Bill Belichick released a press release that said they were going after Bill O'Brien and keeping Gerard Mayo, a guy that was going to take a job away from Belichick's kid? No, but I think that Bill Belichick realized that Matt Patricia and Joe Judge were not the answer. He tried to bring them back according to reporting in with Wickersham at so, the end of the so, year. So let me ask this. You believe that Kraft stepped in and went and got uh, Bill O'Brien? Yes. Okay, I believe that During as well. Year, in November. I, I believe that as well. So you also believe that Kraft stepped in and said we're taking Mac Jones? I believe that that was a uh, collaborative approach. Oh, okay. <laughs> just wanted to. No, I just, I, I, that's I'm the way saying Bill that with, with, it. Yes, but but I would say yeah. very easily that Robert Kraft is as culpable or more. I'm not absolving Robert Kraft. No, no, no. You're not, say- you're not. We're not saying you are, but you're placing the blame at the feet of Bill. No, what I'm saying is the the they allowed Patricia and Judge to coach the offense when McDaniel's left. Yes, didn't love it, but they tolerated it. Yeah, it was an abject failure. Bill thought it was Mac's fault. Why would it, because it was Mac's fault? Uh, okay, but the organization said get rid of these two guys. Yep, we're bringing in Bill O'Brien. Yep. we're going to say that Patricia that Mayo can't interview with the Panthers. That all right. happened in January right. of last year. So they brought in the guy, and then guess what? The quarterback was even a bigger failure with Billy O'Brien than he was with right. Matt Patricia. Because so, Kraft made the wrong choice at quarterback. So so then who's it, who's whose problem was it that he was a bigger failure on the Billy O? Mm. It was Kraft for bringing in mm. a guy and then going, the guy that I drafted is not buying in it. He just stinks. It's very interesting. We have to take a break. I'd like to keep talking about it, I mean, it's it, your show, Greg. It's my show. There's a lot of moving pots to this, okay. this Bill thing. All right. Now that we know he turned the job down. Yeah. Now we understand why he's not working. He didn't want the Falcons job. Could have had could have had everything over there. He didn't want it. He's waiting for a better job. He's waiting for that Cowboys job. Well, he couldn't have had everything. Or maybe maybe he's waiting for Andy Reid's job. Mm. Wait till he finds out there's a Chick-fil-A inside the Falcons facility. <laughs> Very interesting thing that was said last night while I was watching the Super Bowl media night about Andy Reid. I want to get to that coming up next. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 